Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Oh, come on. Say it like you mean it. Whatever's not like you, Lord, I want you to uh, uh-huh. from the inside out. Oh, but you got me down
Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome to Monday Night Live and Interactive. How are everybody doing this evening? Okay. Is everybody on? Hello. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, good evening. Good evening. Good evening, Father Natasha. How are you doing tonight? Awesome, awesome. You know, um, we're going to wait for a few minutes so we can get everybody on this line because tonight we're into a treat. This is we are wrapping up our series in Christian leadership. So tonight, have your questions. Have your questions because this is the night we're going to ask. It's, uh, we have Apostle Martin Griffin on the line tonight. We have Evangelist Candace. We have, our, of course, we have Pastor Ring Chin. We were going to have an awesome treat tonight. Amen? Amen. Amen. Good evening, Prophet Bob. Prophet Bob, would you mind opening us up in prayer? Yes, ma'am. Heavenly Father, I repented earlier when I prayed for Gina. But between that time and right now, I could have failed you. I could have read something in the CB radio room that wasn't pleasing to you. And I ask you to forgive me. Wash me and cleanse me from all unrighteousness, iniquity, and sin in Jesus' name. Father, tonight is an exciting night. You know why it's exciting, Father? Because you're going to be on the call. I get excited when the Holy Spirit and the power and the anointing that breaks every bondage is on the call tonight. Father, you're here to do great miracles and exploits for the body of Christ. It's not by might nor by power, but by your Spirit, saith God. And Father, everyone on the prayer call has come for something. Even if it's just a fresh wind, even if it's just a fresh wind of the Holy Spirit. And so, Father, breathe on everybody on the call tonight. Just as the song says, breathe on us. Breathe on us tonight, Father. Let us feel the fresh fire of the Holy Ghost and the breath of the Holy Spirit on this call tonight like we've never felt it before. Father, we honor you tonight. Touch every person that has come, whether on live uh, video, talk show, Simple Words Ministry, Facebook, wherever around the globe, touch your people tonight. Set them free by the power of the Holy Spirit. But Father, I'm hearing in the spirit realm, a fresh wind is on the call tonight. Let that fresh wind sweep over our souls. And I give you the glory. I give you the honor and all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen, amen. Father God, right now, again, we, we just cover Prophet Bob right now, and we just thank you for what you're doing in his life and Prophet Gina's Gina tonight, right tonight. Father God, we lift up this line to you. We lift up our overseers to you. 
Dr. Angela and Benjamin Rucker, Father God. We we thank you for what we thank you for what you're doing upon their lives, Father God. We thank you for what they're doing in the mission field, Father God. I lift up our pastor, Doctor. I lift up our pastor, Pastor Marie and her family up to you, Father God. We thank you for what you're doing in their lives right now, Father God. We thank you for the blessings and the open doors that's headed their way, Father God. And, Father God, I lift this line up to you tonight, Father God. Have your way on this line tonight. Father God, tonight we're wrapping up our... We're wrapping up on leadership, Father God, and we just thank you for what you have blessed us. Father, we thank you for Evangelist Candace who have been on this line. We thank you for the Apostle who is going to bring the word, bring the uh, the message tonight, and also a teaching tonight, Father God. So we are just thankful, and we're blessed, Father God, and we thank you. And right now, we bind up every distraction. We bind up. We bind up the enemy, Father God. The only enemy going to hear now is stand down and flee and never return. Right now, in the name of Jesus, and Father God, we thank you it's for your will, your way, and your glory that everything should come about. And I pray this prayer in no other name but the Son's name of Jesus. Amen. 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 So I'm going to say this one more time. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. <laughs> All right, good evening. Praise we God. We are excited. I mean, I got to say, we got to be excited tonight because guess what? We're fit, wrapping up our session on Christian leadership. So if you haven't had a question or you, we went through it and you like, you thought about, you thought about it, you listened to it over and over again, you wanted to have a question say, hey, oh, I never thought about asking this question or I never thought about this. Let me ask this question. Tonight is your night. So I would say bring in your cups, get your plates, your forks, your new, your your spoons, everything, because you know what? This is what Monday Night Live is acting about. So I'm going to preference this right now. First of all, distractions. If you have homework going on in the back line, if you got, you're got you on a busy highway, you know a lot of people know I'll be on here driving. I'll be on the phone and driving at the same time. We don't want you to crash, though. But just in case, if you're doing any of those activities, I said we got background noise, noise, we are recording this, so we do not want to know. Your kids do not want you to know about their fraction two years ago when somebody said, oh, I, I heard your mom doing your homework. We don't want it that. So star six to mute your line and star six to unmute. We want liveliness tonight, so come with your questions. The only question is dumb is the one that, ne- that you didn't ask. Amen? Amen. Amen, amen. So I'm going to open up the line right now. I'm going to open up for your testimonies and what? Your praise reports. So the line is open for your testimonies and praise reports. Well, let me be the first. It's been a rough day today. Again. But God, I didn't have to pay for anything today. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner was paid for through my sister-in-law today as she took me to the hospital to see Prophetess Gina. And then she hands me $150. And I want to thank the Lord for his favor, even in the midst of the enemy attacking Gina again. God is still having his favor on the prophets. That is my testimony tonight. God bless you all. Amen. Amen. Like so I, Prophet God, once again, Prophet Gina is in our, is in our prayers. 
for praying and lifting her up. So and and both of you and you with strength. So you know, I said, Papa, get some rest because I know I I thought you were gonna get some rest tonight. So no, I, you. I, I told I told you on the phone when you called me. I'm going to be on. I am faithful to Simple Words Ministry. I don't miss a call except for Friday nights. And Pastor Marie knows that. Every, I never miss a day. And so I'm going to continue it. I'll be on the call, but I might slip out of here at 10 o'clock so I can get some sleep. I haven't, I haven't slept since 8 o'clock this morning. So I'll be going to bed early, okay? Okay. Just one of you get some rest. That's all I was saying. Get some rest. Amen. You know, I told you to go get some rest. Amen. 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 Okay. I'm going to open up the line right now for your testimonies and your praise report. Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord, Tyler. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I agree. With you, Prophet Bob, um, got supernatural strength and grace um, upon you and Prophetess Sheena. Amen. Um, I want to bless God on tonight uh, for that very thing, his supernatural strength, his continuous grace, um, his love, his kindness, his mercy. Um, I thank him for ears to hear and eyes to see and food to eat. I thank him that I'm warm and I'm not out in the cold. Um, I, I thank him um, for his continuous keeping. I thank him for all the things that uh, I forget to tell him thank you for. I just take the time to tell him thankful, to tell him thank you on tonight. God bless you all. Amen. 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 Thank you, Prophetess. Thank you, Prophet Tasha. I'm glad to hear you on the line. So, again, we are lifting you up, and, and, you know, God is going to strengthen you. We are just so blessed to have you on the line tonight. Amen. So I'm going to open the line one more again for your testimonies and your praise reports. Praise the Lord. Praise Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Monday. Praise God. Uh, I just want to give God praise for just uh, watching over me, keeping me from hurt, harm, and danger. <coughs> Driving on the highway. Uh, having peace of mind today. I thank God for just uh, Him just resting on my heart and on my mind. He blessed me to um, be able to go and uh, buy some groceries today. <laughs> Thank God and um different people. I just I just really had a really good day and I just thank him for it. Praise God. Praise God, praise God. Praise you know what, we have to thank God for the good days. We have to you know, because to me, especially you know, tomorrow's not promised. So we thank him for the good days. We thank him for the small stuff, because you know what? Because we have to realize God has so much for us, and you know what? I have to play this, you know, and we always have to think about the best is yet to come. So let's just give God a praise. Amen. 
Revenge, retaliation. Revenge, retaliation. Unforgiveness and bitterness. Unforgiveness and bitterness. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I forgive any person who has ever hurt me. I forgive any person and every person who's ever hurt me. Disappointed me, abandoned me. Disappointed me or abandoned me. Mistreated me or rejected me. Mistreated me or rejected me. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I renounce all addiction to drugs. I renounce all addiction to drugs. Alcohol or any legal. Alcohol or any legal. Or illegal substance. Or illegal substance. That has tried to bound me. That has tried to bound me. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I renounce all pride, haughtiness. I renounce all pride, haughtiness. Arrogance, vanity. Arrogance, vanity. Ego, disobedience. Ego, disobedience. Rebellion. Rebellion. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. God, hallelujah. I renounce all envy, jealousy. I renounce all envy, jealousy. Covetousness. Covetousness. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I renounce all fear, unbelief. I renounce all fear and unbelief. And doubt in the name of Jesus. And doubt in the name of Jesus. I renounce all selfishness. I renounce all selfishness. Self-will. Self-will. Self-pity. Self-pity. Self-rejection. Self-rejection. Self-hatred. Self-hatred. And self-promotion. And self-promotion. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I renounce all ungodly thought patterns. I renounce all ungodly thought patterns. And belief systems. And belief systems. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Last one for renunciations. I renounce all ungodly covenants. I renounce all ungodly covenants. Oaths and vows. Oaths and vows. Made by myself. Made by myself. Or my ancestors. Or my ancestors. Unto a thousand generations. Unto a thousand generations. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Praise God. Last one, we're doing prayers in Christ. I am I am called in Christ. I am called in Christ. I have redemption in Christ. I have redemption in Christ. I reign in life by Christ. I reign in life by Christ. I am alive in, unto God through Christ. I am alive in in God through Christ. I am a joint heir with Christ. I'm a joint heir with Christ. I am sanctified in Christ. I am sanctified in Christ. That means I'm set apart. Oh, I'm set apart. To do his will. To do his will. And to operate in his plan. And to operate in his plan. I am successful in Christ. I am successful in Christ. I always get the victory in Christ. I always get the victory in Christ. My body is a member of Christ. My body is a member in Christ. 
I am a new creation in Christ. I'm a new creation in Christ. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I am the righteousness in God in Christ. Of God in Christ, excuse me. <clears throat> I have liberty in Christ. I have liberty in Christ. That means I have freedom. Oh, that means I got freedom in Christ. But that I don't use my freedom. That I don't use my freedom. To express myself in sin. To express myself in sin. For I am crucified with Christ. So, because I am crucified with Christ. I have put on Christ. I have put on Christ. I am an heir of God. I am an heir of God. Through Christ. Through Christ. I have been blessed with spiritual blessings. I have been blessed with spiritual blessings. In heavenly places. In heavenly places. In Christ. In Christ. Hallelujah. I've been chosen in Christ. I've been chosen in Christ. Before the foundation of the world. Before the foundations of the world. That I should be holy. That that I should be holy. That means I have a pure motive. That means I have a pure motive. Towards myself. Towards myself. Towards others. And towards others. Without blame before him. Without blame before him. I have obtained an inheritance. I have obtained an inheritance. In Christ. In Christ. I have been quickened with Christ. I have been quickened with Christ. I have been created in Christ. I have been created in Christ. Unto good works. Unto good works. When I do these good works. When I do these good works. Christ doesn't owe me anything. Christ doesn't owe me anything. Because I should do them anyway. Because I should do them anyway. Because he asked me to. Because he asked me to. I have boldness. I have boldness and uh, and access and access in Christ. In Christ. I can do all things through Christ. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Who strengthens me? I press toward the mark. I press towards the mark of the high calling of the high calling in of God in Christ. Of God in Christ. For God supplies all my needs. For God supplies all my needs. Through Christ. Through Christ. I am dead in Christ. I am dead in Christ. That means I'm dead to my will. That means I'm dead to my will. And my plan. And my plan. In Christ. In Christ. I am risen. I am risen. And I am complete. And I am complete. In the anointed one. And the anointed one. And his anointing. And his anointing. The Christ. Of Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. May God have a blessing. Not only through speaking the reading and the manifestation of his word. Amen. So again, everyone, as we go forth, the, we we know that you're staying along with us with these confessions. But keep let these these confessions sink into your mind and develop. Because you know what? Then you real because you'll because I'm telling you even with these confessions I can hear myself now nah, I'm an heir with Christ I can hear myself even even just confessing the word that during the week or somehow during a certain situation this work oh no I'm an heir in Christ oh no it's God I, I can do everything that God has strengthened me through Christ because that's what these that's what confessing the word over your life does it repairs the foundation that sin has ripped through in some of our lives. 
It is it is the rain and the fertilizer through the barren states because let me tell you, confess the word of your over your life. There are some areas in our life that we may be barren, but I guarantee you, allow the word rain over it, you shall produce fruit. Amen. Um, amen. Minister Lashana, can I just uh, mention something to, um, I know that just about everybody on the phone line has a copy of Exercise in the Power of the Tongue, but, um, and everyone has read, read it and put it on the shelf. I think, you know, um, this is a good time to pull it out again. Amen. And, um, practice making confessions over um, our lives on a, daily be- on a daily basis. This is a good time. This is really good. I, you know, I think you know what we're doing here on Mondays is it's it's fantastic. Um, you know, but we, we also have the confessions in writing, so it's a good time to pull it pull out the book again and start to make um, you know these daily daily um, confess them over and over and over in your lives daily. God bless you. God bless you. And for those who are new on the line and have not Amen. picked up a copy of Exercising the Power Tongue by Past Marine Chin Daily. You can get it on Amazon.com. So if you do not have a copy or if you misplace your copy, and guess what? It's the holidays. So that means, guess what? You can go to Amazon right now. And, you know, if you're a Prime member, you're getting 2% cash back. You can pick up a copy of Exercise and Work. Have to do the plug. Amen. Amen. Uh, up next now, we have Apostle Martin Griffin. And, you know, I'm excited to, I'm so excited right now. So I'm going to let, we're going to give the floor over to him tonight. But before we do, let's do some housekeeping rules. Amen. Amen. Number one, this is being recorded. And I'm stressing this because this is Apostle Griffin. I want the, I want to hear, everybody needs to hear what he has to say tonight. So let's start six to mute those lines. And if and to interact, you can always uh, start six to unmute. Amen. 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 Father God, right now, wash me in your son's precious blood. Forgive me of my sins, deeds, thoughts, and actions. Anything that's not of you, I do honestly repent, and I receive your forgiveness in no other name but your son's name of Jesus. You're our Abba Father, our El Shaddai, and our Elohim, and we give you praise tonight, Father God. We lift up the we lift this line up to you, Father God. Have your way on this line tonight, Father God. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. Jesus, we thank you. you. We thank you for being our Lord and Savior and the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Right now, I lift up Apostle uh, Martin Griffin up to you, Father God. As he go forth, Father God, let he decrease and, he, and you totally increase in him, Father God. Father God, let his words go forth. Let the words out of his mouth that you want us to hear go forth and just penetrate our minds, Father God. Let it be a healing word, a deliverance word, a teaching word, a correcting word. Let the word work in our lives tonight, Father God. And right now, Father God, we silence the enemy at this point, Father God. Let there be no distractions, Father God. Father God, I ask you to release angels and archangels so the word shall go, shall not only go forth, but it shall also manifest and produce fruit, Father God. And, Father God, I thank you tonight because this is only for your will, your way, and your glory. And I pray this prayer in no other name. But your son's name of Jesus. Amen. 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 So Amen. right now, I said prepare your hearts, your mind, get your notebooks out. Uh, Apostle Martin Griffin, Apostle, the line is yours. <laughs> Excuse me. Praise the Lord and God bless you all. Praise the Lord, man. Of God. Praise the Lord. Give honor to the Lord and to uh, Apostle uh, Marine Chin Daly. 
God bless you, sir. God bless you. It's a blessing to be on uh, uh, your ministry line tonight. To the host, I didn't get her name. I think Lashana. Uh, yes. <laughs> we honor you, woman of God. Thank God, amen, for you. Um, allow me just to pray here for a moment. Lord, Lord God, we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. We honor you, Father. We honor, Lord God, that you, Lord God, would direct us by your spirit what to say that uh, there would be nothing, none of my opinion, but, oh God, what you have already declared, oh God, in the word of the Lord would be released, oh God, and we honor you and bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, well, thank, Amen. thank you again for this opportunity. I uh, Last Monday night, if I remember correctly, I was headed to the airport here in Cleveland, Ohio, and I uh, called in to listen, and I thought I was hearing... Um, the people of God speaking about um, bishops and apostles and fivefold ministry and, and leadership, etc. And I, of course, sent a couple of comments to uh, Apostle Maureen and and whatever. And uh, she's asked me to come on and uh, just share tonight. I, I do need your help. Um, I don't want to be out of sync with the flow of what you were teaching or what was being discussed uh, last week, but I thought I heard uh, someone say in a general way, well, where does uh, the bishop fall in line in fivefold ministry? And uh, uh, was that something that was, uh, if I may ask this question and just get some feedback, is that something that was uh, mentioned? Yes, it was. Okay, and um, I kind of wanted to say uh, something about that, and um, I don't want to give any of my opinion, uh, but um, it's a very good question, uh, uh, very good uh, flow of information, saints, because uh, when we understand leadership in the uh, different uh, churches, uh, you'll find... uh, that there's a, a lot of different names for uh, in uh, leadership today. So let me just kind of give a um, just kind of flow and just release some names. We've heard of pastor, of course. That's in that's in Ephesians chapter four, within uh, uh, the fivefold ministry. We've heard of uh, senior pastor. We've heard people called senior pastor. Uh, we don't see that in the Bible. We see the word bishop. Uh, we see that in the word of the Lord. We hear uh, of a term called archbishop. We don't see that in the word of the Lord. Um, we see apostle. That's in Ephesians chapter 4. Uh, and uh, we hear the term chief apostle, and that's in, that's in Scripture. We hear the word of evangelist. We hear the word of teacher. We hear the term uh, prophet and prophetess. And that's in uh, the word of the Lord. So uh, there's probably some other terms. We see the word elder. That's in the word of the Lord. Uh, we hear uh, 
of terms that we do not see in scripture and uh, we know that there are people that have been uh, given those names and places of authority in in different ministries. One of the things I want to say about uh, the term bishop, we know that the term bishop is uh, uh, in uh, the New Testament for sure. Uh, One of the things uh, that came to my mind last Monday night when I was listening I wanted to say, and I have to be careful about what how I say this, because I certainly want to respect different uh, movements and uh, their understanding. Um, it's, it's pretty evident in Ephesians chapter 4, where it says, And he gave some apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the work of the uh, ministry, the edifying body of Christ, uh, equipping of the saints, etc., so it's pretty um, evident that we do not see the term bishop there in Ephesians 4, or is it that it's there, but it's hidden someplace? So no one, I think, on the call could say when you read your Bible, that if you're looking for the term bishop in Ephesians 4, you don't see it. It's not written there. So we know that um, Jesus, uh, or in the book of Acts, I think there, chapter 1, they were talking about um, Judas, uh, 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 you know, basically giving up uh, his bishopric. It talks about his bishopric. In Timothy, it talks about the man desires the office of a bishop. And um, uh, even, uh, as I was saying in the beginning, there's other terms. There's even a term called overseer, and I, I know that you have an overseer over this ministry. Um, I think Bishop and Apostle Rucker, if I remember correctly, they're overseers, and we see that term in the New Testament. So there's a lot of um, terms, and so why is there – let me close this door here. Why is there so many different terms in the churches concerning leadership, and some of them we do not see in the Bible? First of all, I want to say uh, to uh, saints of God um, that I would uh, just say this up front, that the term bishop and overseer and pastor generally have their same root. Uh, they generally have the same root. Um, you will find you will find that um, there's a lot of uh, churches that. Um, let me just let me just backtrack here and try to make this as simple as possible. And I welcome your questions or comments. And you might disagree uh, with what I'm saying here. Uh, When the Bible when the Bible says that um, the church has been built upon the uh, foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ being the chief cornerstone, you do not see the word bishop there. It's built upon the apostles and prophets. Uh, you again, you do not see the word bishop in Ephesians chapter four. But I'm saying it's it's there, but it's 
hidden in the terminology or definition uh, in the in the Greek. And so let me just let me just go here for a minute. I'm trying to do this in a very brief um, in a in a brief way. First of all, Amen. The word bishop or overseer basically is the same term. And, and I'm reading something here, and that I believe is correct. It is the same word for superintendent. But you'll find in the church of God in Christ, especially here in America and and other places, you will find, amen, that they call uh, their basically uh, highest office is a bishop, and they do call people superintendents. And they're using that terminology from the Greek word episcopus. And uh, then you find the word pastor. Everybody knows a pastor is a shepherd, uh, somebody that guides and tends or feeds the flock. Um, you find the word elder, which is from the Greek word presbyteros, uh, which means somebody that has spiritual maturity that serves in, as an overseer. But I also said a bishop is an overseer. And so uh what we find in in the modern in the modern church era we find a lot of uh catholicism that has uh, uh planted been planted into the church system where we use a lot of uh, the terminology that came out of the uh mindset of the catholic church uh in in a simple way saints of god there are apostles and there are some bishops that have the uh, mantle and office, have the grace or, or the call of an apostle over their life, but because of their uh, specific movement, the uh, uh, denomination perhaps that they're in, they only allow the term bishop. They do not allow the term apostle. But the work that they do, they're they're sending, they're they're being sent, the things that they're establishing, the the doors that they're opening, the, uh, they're operating as an apostle in the title of a bishop. Uh, I grew up in the Apostolic Church, that uh, the Apostolic Church that baptizes in uh, Acts two thirty eight, the name of Jesus Christ. And we were at church, and in the apostolic movement, there was no um, agreement. There was no uh, agreement that there were apostles. They taught us that all the apostles had died. So the only, uh, the highest office you could receive in the apostolic movement was the term bishop. And there were many other movements that are still in existence that uh, the highest office is what the bishop, because they don't believe that there were um, uh, that there are any more apostles. And we find out, Amen, that uh, they say the twelve, the twelve uh, are de- are dead. Well, if that's true, uh, Judas was one of the twelve. The Bible says in Acts chapter one, uh, Paul, Amen, was another apostle. That's thirteen. In Acts 14 and 14, I'm not reading the scriptures here. 
In Acts 14 and 14, it says the apostles and Saul and Paul. Barnabas was called an apostle. That's 14. And then I think in uh, uh, Romans chapter 16, it refers to uh, a woman of God that's called uh, in the Greek definition an apostle. There's a lot of um, a lot of disagreement in the uh, we'll say the body of Christ about uh, what kind of leadership titles uh, we're supposed to uh, uh, receive or or have. Simply put, in Ephesians chapter four, it says apostles prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. And a pastor, amen, uh, basically has the same root word as a bishop or overseer. And yet uh, a person that could be an apostle that God has ordained as apostle could be in a movement, a specific movement that does not receive the title but does the work and they're operating as a bishop. Um, I hope I'm not confusing anybody, but I believe the the main issue with all the dysfunctional uh, disagreements of the different names in leadership is because of the influence of the Catholic Church uh, after, amen, the first fathers passed, and uh, uh, various things happening in the third century with uh, with uh, Constantine and and so on and so forth. Uh, but 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 simply put, um, you'll find even in Scripture in the uh, New Testament, you never even see a pastor uh, starting a church. Churches were started by uh, apostles. Uh, churches were started by apostolic teams. Ministries, uh, doors were opened by uh, apostles and teachers and, and prophets and whatever. And they would go and establish elders in every city. Now, um, and I guess I'm going to have to receive a question so I can get some clarification. Uh, for some things, there are some there are some movements, some churches, uh, where an elder, of course, is under uh, the pastor or under the bishop, etc., in their movement, and it works for them. Yet Peter uh, says in First Peter five uh, four, the elders are. I whom, who am a fellow suffering of Christ. So Peter called himself an elder, and yet we know he was an apostle. Um, so the term elder, elder or eldership, basically deals with um, the sometimes today in the movement that you're in, and yet, amen, I am an apostle, and yet I'm an elder. I'm an elder uh, that's functioning as an apostle because the Lord has sent me. Um, I want to go back to a passage of Scripture and uh, in the book of um, Exodus. 
and we'll see a type and shadow of fivefold, a fivefold ministry in the uh, book of Exodus. Uh, in the book of Exodus, um, chapter 20, 28, uh, it says uh, in verse 4, And these are the garments which they shall make, a breastplate, ephod, robe, broader coat, mitre, girdle. And they shall make holy garments for for um, for Aaron. Amen. And um, so the Bible is talking about, amen, what amen, they were going to uh, make for Aaron and his sons. In chapter 1, it talks about who his sons were. Aaron, his sons were Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar, Aaron's sons. There were five of them. This was typical, amen, a, a shadow of fivefold ministry in the Old, in the Old Testament. So essentially, Jesus said this uh, by uh, with revelation given to the Apostle Paul that he gave to the church. Amen. Uh, when Jesus ascended, Amen. He gave his hand, if you will. He gave his grace to the church's gifts. His gifts were. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. He specifies them by name. I'm here to share with you that um, the clarification, if you will, is um, with the bishop, as you were discussing last week, that um, many of the many that have the term bishop may be operating as apostles, but it's only because of the movement that they're in that rejects the term apostle. They only receive the term bishop. That's why they're called bishops. Uh, we do not see the term in Ephesians 4, but it's there because they are what? They're an overseer. Uh, a pastor is a type of an overseer. But it's an overseer with a, a different level of authority. Uh, and, and, and the confusion, of course, is because there's so much um, difference of opinion about what their organization, how they they started and, and received. I've been to uh, I, I've been around the Jamaican uh, ministry or community saints for for now for maybe ten or 15, maybe fifteen years, and I know for the most part in the Jamaican community uh, they're. Uh, Mainly, the highest office that many of the churches I visit receive is a bishop, um, and it's only and mainly it's because that when the island was evangelized a hundred years ago, the people that evangelized it—that's what they brought to the island. That's what they believed, and that's what was received. And and I, I say this, amen, by my studies and what the Lord has revealed to me, that it's uh, because of who taught it, what was received. But even those that came to the island of Jamaica were operating as apostles, but they only received, amen, they only were limited, amen, with, with the term bishop, because that's what their organization, amen, believed. Uh, so I want to take some questions, Apostle Marine, uh, because I've hit here, hit there, and maybe a little bit easier to 
maybe answer so that there's no uh, confusion released on this. Mm. Uh, and, and you know what, I, I totally agree with you. This is um, live and interactive, so thank you for encouraging um, questions and, and feedback. So um, I'm listening to you, Apostle. Um, greetings again to everyone. Um, greetings to you, Apostle. Um, <clears throat> I'm listening to you, and it appears um, that there are many people that are, you know, that are in an office, but they're not... Um, adequately or properly identified in the in you know in, in their role um is that a safe um statement to make i totally agree with you 100 percent. okay yeah. all right because <laughs> um you know along with um prophet anita well apostle anita uh yourself and a few others um that you refuse to um to call me anything else um i i know i i and you know not that i want to publicly state this but i do know um you know the 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 office that i um you know that i am um ordained um in glory to god however my preference is to go you know by the name pastor even though there there are folks out there who are um, ready to stone um, female um, pastors, uh, and and then there are those who say that there are no longer any apostles, um, uh, you know, on on the earth, um, and that is, you know, that to me is, is you're telling me that the church no longer exists, you know, by telling me that there there are no longer apostles. Um, I do I do want to thank you. <laughs> for um your clarification and I, I look forward to um hearing everything that God has to say through through you tonight. Thank you. Well I want to I want to say that um one thing I've learned by experience is uh the church system and I say quote in the church system, they may call us and I say us, you you mean plural. They may call you one thing but God may say you're another, mm-hmm. and until we agree, until we come into agreement with what God says, mm-hmm. we uh, limit the uh, uh, work and the anointing that uh, is available for us through His grace. That's so true. So, uh, I I came through the I came through the ranks, um, and um, I was a uh, consecrated as a bishop mm-hmm. because. In the group that I was in, that's what we were. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, amen, some things came prophetically, and some things came internally to me. And I struggled with it because I was so used to being labeled or, as you say, identified mm-hmm. by, uh, by church structures. And uh, when I came into agreement with what God said, then things began to happen uh, like uh, never, uh, never before. Hmm. So um, Jesus, um, Jesus even did Jesus even did this thing concerning identification with his disciples. Before he went to the cross, he had he had to make sure that those twelve knew who he was. And he asked them, "Amen. Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am?" That was a very pivotal. Important question that he had to ask them. Mm-hmm. Men say that I am because he wanted them to make sure that they knew 
who God said he was. That's what was key. And men were calling him prophet and, and so on and so forth. And Peter released, even by uh, uh, the Father revealing to him, he said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And so um, then, amen, the journey was on, amen, to uh, Jerusalem and to the cross. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's important, as you say, that we know who God says uh, that we are. And uh, for a long time in, in ministry that I came up in, as far as the uh, women were concerned, as far as ladies were concerned, uh, whenever a lady was, if you were in a movement that believed in women preachers, they labeled every uh, woman either a minister or an evangelist. Or a missionary. That, oh, oh, yes, thank you. Or a missionary. Yeah. That was, and, that was, and that was it. They rejected women as uh, pastors. They rejected women as uh, bishops or apostles. Uh, you were either a missionary, a uh, evangelist, or a minister. Uh, and then, amen. Uh, um, uh, uh, as people began to pray and study the word of the Lord, and God began to speak to them and uh, share with them, amen. Not to be limited, amen, by what uh, church systems, men, men systems in church. Mm-hmm. Uh, began to declare, they found out, amen, that they could be who, whomever God called them to be. And it was a it was a challenge. They became trailblazers. They became pioneers. And they caught, amen, a lot of flack, a lot of opposition, because they came out of the mold. But it was a choice of choosing to believe God rather than man. Yeah, that's right. Um, so I simply say, I, I, I know that there are some, uh, there are some, uh, I was just speaking to a, a, a certain gentleman, um, uh, that I know, uh, in another city, uh, who has the title, he was consecrated as a bishop just recently. And I said to him and another apostle said to him, said, you know, you know, God has called you an apostle. And the response was, yes, I know I'm a bishop that functions as an apostle. Uh, Well, the reason why a lot of people hold on to the term bishop in those senses, in those cases when God has chosen them, uh, and and apostles apostles are are not uh, man-selected, if you will, and everybody understands that. Mm -hmm. But uh, the reason why they choose and hold on to both titles sometimes is because, as I said, the organization or the movement or the fellowship, that's what they've come to agree with. And so I'm just praying that the person would just move wholly in the apostleship and uh, be as he is. And I came on this, I came on this line and uh, I, I know uh, Apostle Marine is Pastor Marine. She's also a prophet. Uh, and I and I say prophet. I didn't use the term prophetess because I'm trying to stay out of the area of gender. Amen. Uh, Amen. You're, you're just a, you know you're just simply a prophet. Nothing to do with gender. That's what God called you to do, to be a prophet. And and yet, Amen. Uh, the works that I see from a distance and from close, 
It's the work of an apostle. Amen. And um, and and yet a an apostle like yourself, you can shepherd over a ministry. Mm-hmm. Or if as the Lord leads, even mm-hmm. choose, even choose or select, you know, by the mind of God, uh, an under shepherd, a shepherd to do that. But uh, you're great. You're see, this is going to another another area now. <laughs> the greatest, uh, the, the the greatest uh, oil, excuse the expression, the heaviest oil upon you is the oil of, of an apostle. Amen. Amen. That's the, that, I, I, and I that. That, I kind of made that word up. The heaviest oil <laughs> on you is, is the oil of an apostle. An apostle, and and the, the thing about the thing about the apostle, I, I think everybody would know on this call. If you had your if you had your hand, your five fingers, the apostle is the thumb, <laughs> and, it's the, and it's the thumb that's the only. Uh, uh, finger that can touch every other finger. The, the, the thumb can touch the prophet. It can touch the evangelist. It can touch the pastor and the teacher. Mm-hmm. Amen. Uh, it, it can it can reach. And so there's there's no um, should be should be no confusion then. If a person truly is an apostle, that they could shepherd, they could prophesy, mm-hmm. they could evangelize. That they could pastor, that they could teach, because they're able to reach all areas. Amen. Other questions? Other questions? Amen. 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 Again, amen. Thank you so much, Apostle uh, Apostle Griffin. Um, my question is: uh, I can tell everybody I didn't traditionally grow up in the apostolic. Uh, I grew up in the Methodist church, so our uh, AME to be exact. So ours was patterned from our church uh, structure was patterned from uh, the epistle, uh, the episcopal, uh, what I can say, the Episcopal Methodist Church, as well as uh, I always said we always have. I always call ourselves Catholic light because we do have because of how our uh, system is structured. My question about the office of a bishop is that um, I see, like, my understanding, what my understanding of bishop is, you know, you are over a group of pastors because that's just how our structure was set up. So from, and I just have to thank, well, let me preference, but I want to thank you for what you're saying tonight because it gave me a better understanding because when I grew up, a bishop was over in a district. And he and a and a bishop. Usually, we had maybe one or two female bishop bishops, and that was rare. But mainly, they were over a district of probably twenty to thirty elders, and those elders had six or seven pastors under them each. So, um, my question, I guess, and statement is: uh, Is that is that also relevant for uh, what the title of a bishop? Is the bishop is supposed to be planting churches? Yes, yes, they yes they can. Uh, yes, they can, and 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 yeah, you, you see, you have to. I guess we have to look at this two ways. Mm-hmm. We we have to look at it through the eyes of the uh, of the uh, leadership structure that they're under, 
the organization fellowship structure they're under. And then we got to look and see the uh, uh, spiritual work that they do through the eyes of God. Okay. Um, apostles, apostles plant churches. Uh, we, if we go back to, if we go back to uh, what we see as original intent in the book of Acts, some say it's just the beginning. If you look at the book of Acts and see who planted churches, it was apostles. Uh, right. Um, so, so a bishop. Uh, remember, like you said, a, a lot of times they're called bishops because of the organization they're in. But then they're doing the work of an apostle. That may that may never that may never be realized by many, because um, man has had so much input in God's plan, which has resulted in a lot of weakness. And dysfunction in the church system. So we've had our too much input. But yes, bishops can be over um, uh, uh, start churches. Matter of fact, you'll you'll find you'll find that even today that there there'll be pa- there, a person can be a pastor, and they'll start more than one church. Input is invalid. Thank you. So uh, I, I think a lot of confusion in the church system is because of all of the titles. Peter, uh, 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 Paul told Titus to go to Crete, I think it was, and ordain elders in every city. But we have to understand that many of those elders uh, were going to become you know they're going to become something else, if you will. Barnabas was Barnabas. Here, give me an example. Barnabas, we see the first time in the Book of Acts, chapter four, he was not an apostle there, and neither was when Paul was called. Paul was an apostle in the beginning. Uh, it's in Acts chapter thirteen when they began to pray in the Holy Ghost. They separate unto me Barnabas and Saul for work that I have for them to do. He sent them out. In the next chapter, 14 and 14, we see the words, the apostles Barnabas and Paul or Saul. Apostles are sent. They establish. Uh, um, <laughs> and uh, so to answer your question in the simplest term, yes, this, uh, bishops do cover and plant churches. Amen. Yes. Simple as that. Thank you. Simple as that. Amen. We Thank have to be you very so much. we have to be very insightful of of the type of leadership. We have to be we have to be very careful in these uh fellowships, organizations and whatever because we have to we have to be careful about identifying where the spirit of religion and the spirit of tradition has made its uh, influx where it has affected God's truth. This is why even today in 2017, there's still that spirit of chauvinism. There's still that dominate domineering spirit against women in the church. Uh, you know that's that's not that's not of God. 
God looks at us as vessels that he uh, that and he desires for vessels to yield to him totally neither male nor female any other questions Awesome, Maureen, yeah. let me know if I'm going too 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 long or whatever um, oh, I, I, I'm good with it. Uh, Minister LaShawn is, is running tonight, but I'm good with this. This is uh, uh, last week. I am too. <laughs> we weren't finished until after one last week. <laughs> so keep going. <laughs> keep going. Okay, the line, the line is open. Anyone uh, for questions? I mean, this is their time to get those questions answered because you know I have thousand and one. And, you know, y'all might get tired of me. So I'm going to open up the line uh, for questions for the apostle. Everybody speak at once. On mute, on mute, on mute, on mute. Okay, why everybody's unmuting? Um, you brought in a, a great segue, Apostle, uh, women in the church and their position, because I have even struggled with this because, again, I, I'm not traditionally apostolic. Uh, right now I always say I don't even know what I am, so I'm glad about that part. But what I've seen in the past is that women, you know, uh, one denomination will allow women to be uh, be practically anything and everything in the church, Whereas you go to one church next door, they're allowed, even though they may be prophets or prophetess, they won't let them hold a actual pastoral role in the church. Or they'll say you're the mother of the church, and they have uh, some type of, I wouldn't say pigeon role, but they have a role in which they deny the fact that a woman could be a, a, a be a actual pastor because they said a shepherd should be male. I I mean... What script, and the question is, what scripture says that? Uh, none. <laughs> I mean, I search the scripture, so to me, none. I mean, because to me, God calls who he wants to call. Well, um, what they what they do use is the story, uh, um, you know, of Paul telling um, the church in Corinth um, that the woman should be silent. They use that as a generalized statement, as opposed to a specific, um, so, you know, uh, it was a specific statement to a specific body at a specific time, but. They do, um, you know, the people who, who claim that women can't be um, pastors or leaders or women should be quiet in church, that's the scripture that they use. Right. Right. You're right. And, and that and those passages were actually dealing with authority. Mm-hmm. They were not taught. To, and, and, and many have taken that to say that the women have to cover their head. They yeah. Head covering and so on and so forth. Um and and uh, uh, so that that's dealing with uh, realms of authority. But if, if that's true, then God must have had some exceptions in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Definitely right. because he had because he had women mm-hmm. who were uh, he, who were leaders. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then even at uh, resurrection, he he had a, a woman. Uh, he had a woman that uh, carried. 
women can be a judge. They can be judges over Israel. <laughs> I can use women. I can use women, amen, to go to the king in the book of Esther. Mm-hmm. Amen. Uh, a, a pivotal position to save the nation. God uses, you know, we understand this. God uses a woman to bring forth, amen, the Christ. Amen. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, uh, the only so so men or women, you are either going, you will limit, you will limit what God will do in your life. Limitation will only come by how you think, and what you, and how you will refuse uh, kingdom truth, biblical word, Bible truth, traditions of men and. Spirit of religion has limited many people from going forth in what God has chosen them. Mm-hmm. There is no limit in God, but there's a limit in in uh, organizational structures that have their foundation and their so-called progression by uh, religion and tradition. Yeah. Amen. Amen. The line is now open uh, for your questions. Pastor Maureen, can I give somebody $5 for a question? <laughs> okay, um so let um let me let, let me ask this question. Um how do you uh, okay, you 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 mentioned um, something earlier that, and this is something that I do teach, not only in terms of um, you know whether you're accepted in 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 the role that God has called you in, but I teach this in that if you are going someplace and um, you know what is being taught is not is not um, it it it's 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 not biblical it's not because there are many many churches especially you know the older churches that have their own doctrine and you know they've built the, the church on their own doctrine and i'm not going to knock anybody's doctrine um i you know i tell this to folks who complain you know about the hat and the long dresses and all that sort of stuff now i love the hats and i love the long dresses um one of the things you'll never see me preach in a short short skirt. Um, you'll never see me preaching with my legs showing. That's just, um, you know, a, a personal decision that I that I have personally made that I, I want to be covered and I don't want to wear anything tight to show, you know, to show my body when I'm preaching the word because I want folks to concentrate on hearing the word of God and not be looking at, you know, at me, so I made that personal decision. But there are some churches that if you if you don't from the moment that you you know um, hit the front door, if you're not wearing a hat, then you're not saved. Um, if you're not wearing a long skirt with long sleeves, you know all the way down to your wrist, then you're not saved. Um, my you know my thing is you don't go knocking you know that um, you know that doctrine you know that their beliefs. Uh, if you if if you're not comfortable. Go elsewhere because there's so many other churches that you know that are out there, 
And um, you know, I my, my 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 I guess my question to you is, um, you know, Apostle, at what point? What is the breaking point? You know, where you uh, a person decide, okay, this is not um, where God has called me to be. Um, you know, I must move on someplace else where I'm going to be able to worship freely and 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 and. Uh, and hear the word of God and not somebody else's doctrine. What is that breaking point? When do you make that decision? Well, I mean, I guess the simplest response is when the Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost tells you to. If I can use myself as an example, Apostle Maureen, 2010. Um, I think I met you in 2009 or 2010. And God used you um, uh, very uh, importantly in uh, uh, foundationally to prepare me, amen, for uh, uh, his future for me. And uh, I had uh, pastored a uh, church for, uh, if I can use myself, for uh, 20-some years and and uh, began to teach about gifts of the Spirit and so on and so forth. These things were not taught in this church. Mm-hmm. And during that, during the summer of 2010, as we came there for noonday prayer uh, every day, and I'm asking the Lord, you know, you know, what am I supposed to do? And and people are coming in there uh, prophesying, you know, people from outside prophesying to me, saying, you got to do this, you got to do that. But I, I I couldn't break away. I couldn't I couldn't move. But here comes 2000. Here comes November of 2010, and for one month burden of the Lord was on me. It was just like a heaviness on me that I had to go. Mm-hmm. And there was no fear. There was no struggle in the decision. I had yielded to the uh, move of God and uh, not sure what was going to happen. But uh, I stepped forth and uh the promises of God are yet coming to pass and and the limitation was taken off. Uh I believe uh when people are in those situations they uh, if when people are in a situation where the ministry is not conducive for what God wants them to do, they have to they have to I think ask God the question, Am I supposed to be here as an intercessor to pray for them or you want me to leave? Hmm. Or am I just going to stay here and just stay stuck? <laughs> dry up. <laughs> I'm either going to, I'm going to stay stuck and dry out, yeah. or, to, or he has me there for a period of time in a seat for them, mm-hmm. or is it time to leave? But if he tells if he tells us to leave, he's going to, he's he's going to tell us where to go. That's right. Eventually, he's going to eventually he will tell us where to go. He told Abram to leave. He didn't exactly tell him where, but eventually he did. Mhm. Mhm. So, so there's no excuse for people being out here not knowing where to go. God has a place for you. Mhm. Um, again, um, you know, the church is very good at at using scriptures, you know, to to keep you under bondage. And one of the scriptures that they use to tell you that you can't leave is that a rolling stone gathers no moss. Um, 
So we, you know, we have to we have to seek God for ourselves, allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us, um, because unfortunately, especially when you know when when we are attached to the older churches, um, many many of the older churches they they gather their information from somebody else. They didn't study the Word of God themselves. They didn't hear from the Holy Spirit, and um, because unfortunately you know, the uh, slavery and all that sort of stuff, not being able to read. Um, they have um, developed, you know, developed certain, uh, you know, I'm going to use the word again, doctrines uh, that they've passed down over the years that nobody bothered to question, nobody bothered to, you know, read the Word of God for themselves and um, and, and, and determine that, no, this was a mistake. We, you know, we should not, we should not be doing this. Um, I'm going to use Another one again. Um, you you won't see me in a pair of pants in church. It's a personal decision. I want to look like a lady, so I wear I wear my dresses. Um, but the other, you know, they, they they tell you a woman can't wear pants because um, the Bible says that you know a woman should not um, put on the the, the apparel the the the, um, the appearance or whatever of, of a man. So um, they've not um, studied to see that it's talking about putting on the characteristics of a man and not the clothing because in Bible days men wore dresses but nobody stopped to you know think about that and 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 has, has placed um, the church under bondage so you know these are just some of the things um, if, if, if I can you know I, I know I'm babbling a lot but if I can just say this we need to we need to seek the Holy Spirit for ourselves. We need to know God for ourselves. Um, you know, allow allow Him to give us revelation. Because guess what? If we ask for revelation, He actually gives it to us. Because we don't ask, um, my people perish because of a, a lack of knowledge. We don't ask for um, you know the, the revelation from God. So we continue to live in in certain bondage. Um, you know that. We, we we really don't have to. We don't have to. Um, uh, Evangelist Candace is asking that I ask you this question, Apostle. Um, if the church is limited by gender-specific classifications, how do we overcome this block? Considering that most of these assemblies have traditional bishops who do not ordain women. So the, the specific question is how do we overcome the block? Well, I, I, I think um, let me let me to let me to turn to a place of scripture to answer that. Mm -hmm. um, um, or you know we we're, we're not gonna, we're not going to completely overcome it. I mean, there there are some that are going to be stuck until the time of Christ returns. Mm -hmm. Did I did I say that correctly? Amen. I I I believe you. And um... but, but, but allow me to, allow me to say this. Uh, uh, I think it's in First Corinthians four four fifteen uh, um, or Second Corinthians four fifteen. You we're we're we are responsible. Um, I can't find it fast enough, but we are responsible for um, 
But to answer that question, we're responsible for it. If the Lord, if the Lord wants us to intercede or pray uh, with targeted specific prayers for certain ministries, we uh, certainly are going to pray for the body of Christ at large. Mm-hmm. There may be a there may be a few. Is in my case where God has specified a place for me to come to once a month, because God has what ordained for them to come out of things that He never told them to get into. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so this house is targeted. It's marked for reformation. It's marked for transition. Uh, into more of the into the things of God out of tradition and out of religion. Uh, um, so the answer probably is my response would be there's going to be people, there's going to be ministries, there's going to be people that are still going to think women cannot function in ministry, have a heavy hand on women in ministry until the time Christ comes back. Some will never. Some will die that way. Some will never change. And the ministries that they're over will be that way, as long as people stay there. Mm-hmm. And then there's going to be others. There's others who are going to open their hearts unto the Lord to the wooing of the Holy Ghost that are going to come out of it. And those are the ones that God's uh, marking, and He's uh, has uh, has us to. Target our uh, prayer, our intercession towards. I guess that's about I respond. Respond to that, Austin. I hope I responded to it correctly. Evangelist? If I missed the question, please just let me know. If I was way off, please just say so. Okay. She said yes. Um, you you responded correctly. I believe she's in a noisy background at the moment, so she can't unmute. If I, uh, if I could uh, share something in light of that. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. God bless you, Apostle. Uh, God bless you. I can hear you in the background. Yes. Praise the Lord. Um, in reference to her question, um, the way the way we overcome that is basically accepting what God says, what He says for our lives individually. Like you said, uh, walking in our calling, when God is raising us up to, to be at a certain place in life, you know, like you said, people are always going to question or uh, say this or say that. I mean, they even question Jesus was He the Messiah. <laughs> You know, yes. So, so in reference to that, in lieu of that, you know, so you, you continue as a as a woman of God, the uh, the scene realm, in the scene world, you know, that we live in, you know, you continue to uh, to be who you who you've been called to be, and that is uh, God raised you up to be, and and as you know, as, as you be as you become as you be that person, or be who, that uh, fulfill that role that God's placed you in, you know. And be consistent in it, and uh, be the example and witness that God has called you to be. You know, people will come along. You know, it's like uh, more uh, see or hear something more and more. It's just, I mean, it is. You know, just in the 
evidence behind uh, uh, your gift. The Bible says your gift will make room for you. The evidence of uh, God operating in your life will not be what he's called you to be. But I, I did have a question for you, Apostle. Uh, yes, sir. In the uh, apostolic um, church, in the uh, church of God in Christ, Doctrine or whatnot. You, you say you did come out of you, uh, where you received your apostolic anointing or your calling, your office. You came out of the Kojic Church, the Church of God in Christ. No, no, I was I was saved in the Apostolic Church. I was saved in Bishop Norman Wagner's church in Youngstown, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Apostolic. Apostolic. Okay. I have a question in reference to baptism of the Holy Spirit. I okay. Um, some uh, there are people on the towards um, ministry that are wanting to build with the Holy Spirit. I'm, um, I'm I don't know I know in co- in the Church of God in Christ um, doctrine I've actually attended been a part of that ministry or uh, the doctrine where they teach you know. Uh, Acts 2.38, that when you, um, you know, the oneness, being baptized in the name of Jesus, um, or, you know, yeah, uh, being baptized in the name of Jesus, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Um, what is your take on that, or your, your experience? Well, that's how, that's how we were saved. We were saved. The Apostolic Church uh, has one of its main tenets of faith, Acts 2.38. That's what they taught. They 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 taught and taught and taught. And the thing about it is, a man of God, it's just, that's in the word. It, it reads, it, it says what it says. <laughs> I mean, it says what it says. That's what uh, Peter said to them. You mentioned the Church of God in Christ, and you mentioned the Apostolic Church. In the Church of God in Christ, and some probably you have to be old enough to remember this. There's a phrase that everybody uses now, and I'm still talking about what you're talking about. It's a term that we use. Uh, have you ever heard of I'm saved, sanctified, and Holy Ghost filled? Yes. Well, that came out of the uh, uh, teaching doctrine of the Church and God in Christ of, of, of more than 50 years ago. Out of, uh, you know, out of the 30s, 40s, and 50s, and they believe they believed in a three-part uh, process of being saved. They said you were saved. They said you were sanctified. It's, see, we many here today believe it's just a phrase, but it's actually synopsis of their belief of how salvation occurs. The Church of God in Christ believed that you were saved, and then you were sanctified, and then you were Holy Ghost filled. The Apostolic Church believed this. They believed that what Jesus said in Matthew twenty-eight nineteen, um, um, baptized them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, uh, is a that Acts 2.38 is a result of what he told the disciples to do. 
baptized them in the name. So they baptized them in the name. And in the book of Acts, every time you see somebody being baptized by water, they were baptized in the name of Jesus or the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, so the apostolics and the Bible teaches nowhere in the book of Acts is anybody baptized in the name of the false Holy Ghost. Now we know that there are people that are baptized that way. There are some people that are baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. And they add in Jesus' name. Um, I, th- this, is, this is what I say concerning all the different opinions. This, this is a, just a matter of opinion. I said I wasn't going to give an opinion, but I guess, I guess I'll give this opinion. Take it for what it's worth. Um, when, God feel, when God feels you with his spirit, and, uh, uh, and it, when people speak in tongues, the spirit of God gives utterance. Man, ha- man has no input in that. You can't. Man can't make you speak. It's the Spirit of God speaking out of you. Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost. But people have a choice of how to baptize you. They can bat- In the Methodist Church, they sprinkle you. I think somebody said they were Methodist. In the Methodist yes. Church, they, they sprinkle you. And I grew up, I, I, before I was apostolic, I grew up in the Baptist Church. We were baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. In the Apostolic Church, I was baptized in the name of Jesus. So with water baptism, and and then in the Old Testament, they they were they said they were baptized unto Moses through the Red Sea. <laughs> so with with water baptism, there are differences because people can say anything when they take you down in the water. They can say anything over you. But when a person is uh, indwelt by the uh, the uh, divine nature of God, the Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost. Man has no say so over that. Hallelujah. <laughs> so all I so, so all so all I all I have to all I got to this is this is how I this is what I say because even even in our fellowship we have people that are baptized in the name of Jesus. We have some that were baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. This is what I have to say about it all. That it, uh, um, uh, I think Romans or one of the scriptures says, "No man can call himself um, can call Jesus the Lord except by the Holy Ghost." That uh, what I'm looking for is spit. I, I'm not I'm not de- pushing aside water baptism, not at all. I'm looking, Amen. For have you been uh, Acts 19? This is what this is what they said. You know, how were you baptized? We were baptized in John's baptism. We've never heard of anything uh, about the Holy Ghost. But the question was, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? It didn't say, how, have you been baptized since you believed? It says, have you received the Holy Ghost? The Bible says they were all filled. There's differences of opinion about water baptism, but the Holy Ghost indwelling is is a divine act of the one true God. Amen. Amen. I was waiting. I'll be honest with you. I was waiting uh, to hear how you uh, were going to say that because I was going to give you my example or my experience. I was uh, some church. I, I grew up in the Baptist church, and uh, but we were. I grew up younger, you know, in the Baptist church, the missionary Baptist church. 
but when I turned, was coming into my teenage years, we were transitioning to full gospel. We were, uh, we had a young pastor that was uh, taking us to uh, to Bishop uh, Paulus Morton's uh, co-op um, when he, you know, establishing his full gospel in New Orleans, and um, I had a divine encounter. <laughs> Uh, that was very different, and um, it wasn't, you know, because the, the Baptist Church, they were trying to teach us, they were trying to coerce us to come to the, if you want to be filled with the, ba- the baptism of the Holy Spirit, come to the front of the church, and there were people there, like, co- you know, talking, like, just open your mouth and say this, say that, and then when I went to the, um, it was funny, it, it was kind of, it was apostolic, they, they referred to it as apostolic, but it was also, uh, Like Church of God in Christ, they taught. Um, I, I won't use any names or whatever, but um, Bishop out of Cleveland. United That's United where I'm Church. from, Cleveland. <laughs> oh, you know where United Pentecostal Churches of Christ is? UPC. I know. Do know some? Yes. UPCC. Yeah. Um, we were under um, that bishop, and um, um, he came from a Muslim background. That, his dad was a Muslim and his mom was a Christian. You're talking about, you're talking, I know who you're talking about. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I won't mention your name. Okay. And um, what we were taught, like when you get baptized in the water baptism, you should come up. This is very precise, very specific. Come up speaking in tongues. My, before I, ju- I uh, participated in um that um, umbrella of ministry, doctrine, I had been filled with the Holy Spirit already. I was in my mother's basement. I wasn't, I didn't step foot in the water. There wasn't a pastor there. There wasn't a leader there. But I seen cloven tongues of fire in a vision. I, I mean, I was awake, wide awake, and I was reading Acts 1 through 38. I got the verse 38 and everything in the room. I mean, it changed. Everything changed, and I seen I seen myself cloven tongues of fire. I seen fire coming down, and it was over. That experience, you know, it, it you know, I mean, I was in there for I was in there for a while, you know. I wasn't in there for hours, but I was in there at least for a couple hours, just praying. You know, it was it was. It was the Holy Spirit that had filled me. He had indwelled me. I went there and uh, shared my experience. Well, I didn't actually go in to share it too much or whatever (laughs) because the way it was being taught, I was like, man, I don't agree with this. I don't don't know, you know, why they're saying that you have to, it has to be done this way. And then reflecting back um, at the Baptist church when I went up to the altar, it was, it was like like you just said. You, no no man has no connotation to to say that hey, you should do this or they should be able to coach you. Or co- it's all divine by the power of the Holy Spirit. However he however he wills, however he decides, you know, whether it's in your basement or what, you know. But I, my the thing you did say, I do agree with, in reference to the Church of God in Christ. I'd already been saved. I'd already received Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. 
but I was going through a process. I, I had been broken, and I was pursuing God. And now, and I didn't really back then. I didn't know how to identify it, but I knew that I was pursuing God in a way that I'd never pursued Him before. And it was like I didn't want any. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to displease God. I was very sensitive to God, if, if you will. And if that you know defines this, you know, sanctification as we know, being set apart and wanting to. Um, um, a chapter in our life where we're wanting to to experience God and see God, and we're you know we're re- we're meditating His Word. That that's what I felt. I felt that sanctification. I felt like I wanted to be pure before God. I feel like my experience was that as I pers- was pursuing God, I was clean. It was like His Word was cleansing me, so He could come in and dwell inside of me. As um, that experience of mine, I, I had fasted. I, I went on a, like a 30-day. I, I was going to do 40, but I ended up doing 30-day fast. I came off of it. It was like a month later, and I was just in downstairs in my mom's basement, just just praying and reading the word. And I just was reading all of that. It was like you know the the, page, the words were coming off the page. And when I got to verse 38, it was over. <laughs> it was over. It was a done deal. <laughs> but uh, that, like you said, I, I I love the way you express that. I love the way you express that. That 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 has no no man can put his hands on what the what the Lord is doing as far as baptism. But a lot of people interpret that verse thirty eight. Pe- uh, Peter replied, "Each of you must repent of your sins." I'm reading New Living Translation. Uh, repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. People interpret that then as like immediately. Then you're going to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. That's uh, I, that's far from the truth. <laughs> uh, then, after, you, after, in other words, after you've been saved, after you receive Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, or bap- been baptized, you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. But if... And and I I know John was the last of the prophets, right? He was the Not last of the prophets prophet. of old, John the Baptist. He was the last of the he was the last of the apostles. Of John the, the Baptist of the twelve of the twelve. No, 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 John the Baptist. John the Baptist. Oh yes, yes, okay. he's the last of the old covenant. Old covenant. So, if he was the last of the old covenant. And he baptized Jesus. <laughs> you want to know how he baptized him? Uh, we, there you go. Go ahead. <laughs> he baptized them unto repentance. He baptized them unto repentance. Hmm. He didn't baptize them. I didn't, I, he, Jesus didn't come in the water in Jordan and say, I now baptize you in the name of Jesus. He didn't say that. Neither did he say, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Remember John's baptism, it's mentioned in Scripture, he baptized him under repentance. And the reason why is because Jesus says, suffer, the, you know, I'm paraphrasing, suffer this to happen. You've got to do this. Why? Because everybody was watching, everybody was observing, and it was a fulfillment of John's ministry. What was John's ministry? To prepare the way of the people, prepare their heart unto repentance to receive Christ. But then, 
after he was baptized, the Holy Spirit, he uh, descended as a dove on him. That's exactly right. But he came upon he came up on him, right? Yes, and the, and the Bible says in the New Testament that Jesus received the Spirit without measure. Without measure, okay. We we go. receive the Spirit in a certain measure. He received the Spirit without measure. Mm-hmm. We had to we 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 it doesn't he doesn't come upon us anymore. He comes inside of us. But did he did he say upon that he got baptized and he descend, the Spirit of God descended upon him? I believe that. I believe. Uh, help me, saints. I believe that's what it says. But he was. But he was. <laughs> he was. Uh, excuse the expression. He was filled. <laughs> yeah. well, I just leave it like that. He was filled. Okay. Whether or not it was upon or, uh, upon him, he did everything by the spirit of the Lord. Can, can I? Can I just interject here? Um, is it Lashon? Is it Lashon? Yes. Go right ahead, Apostle. Isn't it amazing things how we know different people that have been baptized differently, but all of them, many of them, most of the ones I know, attest to the fact that I've been filled and I speak in tongues. And yeah, I know people who are baptized. I, I was baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> right, and I know some that were baptized in the name of Jesus. But they all and, and, and all the ones I know they speak in tongues because they were all filled by the Spirit of the Lord. And all I have to all I have to all I have to say saints about that is certainly I'm not going to get into a and I know that's not the intent to get into an argument about how to be baptized. But the Scripture says what it says, and sometimes um, many things come to us. Truth comes to us by revelation. That's true. So, so some people are just going to be satisfied in the way they're baptized, uh, and that's God has revealed things to you. I admonish everybody. I admonish everybody to be uh, filled with the Spirit. Amen. I, I agree with you, Apostle, because I can tell you my baptism growing up. Um, I'm from a small town. I tell everybody I'm from a small town of 700 folks. So, you know, our baptism, uh, coming from the Methodist Church, our baptism was kind of controversial because of the AME Church. You had three ways you could be baptized, sprinkled, poured, or uh, immersion. Well, we decided, three of us decided immersion, two of us decided, no, we didn't want to do the, they didn't want to do the immersion thing. They wanted to be sprinkled or poured. And that kind of like led up to this whole discussion were you really baptized? Because we was baptized in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, whereas the Baptist Church was uh, baptized in Jesus' name. And then the Pentecostals told us that we were all wrong. So we all had this uh, literally a town debate over bap- over uh, baptism. So I appreciate this because this will tell you how um, people take doctrine and scripture, and and sometimes to me they mix the two. Because it's necessarily uh, when you start talking about what is what is biblical and what is of doctrine, then it seems like those two intertwine with each other. Because, um, and like I said, um, so I thank you for your comments. I thank you for your honesty and your answers. Because even for me, the holy the bat 
you know, I'm going to be honest, it wasn't till about my 30s when I started speaking in tongues because I think I had never got to the point where to that had developed in my life. I knew the Holy Spirit was real. I knew the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, but I was kind of, but because of I think the initial confusion of our baptism like were you really baptized because you were baptized not in Jesus' name but the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And I told somebody, well, ain't they the same person? We all believe in the Trinity. Let's get over it. And that right there was um, eye-opening for me. So, I, again, uh, thank you so much, Apostle. Amen. Amen. Okay, your line, uh, Evangelist, I know Evangelist Kennedy is on the line. Uh, is, are you able to talk or able to speak? Amen. Amen. I just want to ask a quick question. Um, uh, it is concerning uh, the, the topic that we're currently on, and that is um, uh, the manifestation of, of tongues and, and being in, uh, filled with the Holy Ghost. Um, I believe, I sincerely believe that a lot of um, a lot of the difficulties that people have surrounding um, the importance of speaking in tongues comes from the teaching about the value or the place of speaking in tongues or the importance of speaking in tongues because um, especially in the, in the apostolic faith, um, there is definitely a, 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 spe- a specificity about um, why we why we speak in tongues um uh, and again it goes it goes back to the teachings of the apostles um in many other um sects of of faith um they don't teach that that tongues is something that is absolutely vital to the spiritual growth of the believer um so i i want to pose that question to you apostle um do you find that the connection between understanding the um the spiritual the spiritual life of the believer through their um their use of speaking in tongues to communicate with God but also to understand their 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 purpose and and to fulfill their role on earth do you believe that there is a significant lack of teaching where tongues is concerned and, and what role tongues plays in the body of Christ. Well, if that's addressed to me, um, I, I, I'm in agreement with you. I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of teaching, but I think there's a lot of inaccurate teaching. Um, while we while we've been meditating, uh, I don't want to go off on, on anything, but while we've been um, talking and listening, and whatever, uh, let me just go off here for one moment. Apostle Marine, you wrote a book about tongues, right? Uh, well, exercising the power of the tongue, sir. Making confessions. Yes, yes. And my mm-hmm. mind went to that about the uh, uh, power of the tongue and how interesting it is that um, it was the tongue. Uh, let me just get to this question. Let me do this real fast. Mm-hmm. Look at Genesis. It's the, it's the tongue that gets. Uh, <laughs> it's the eyes and the tongue that gets uh, Adam and Eve. Um, messed up in the garden. Um, James says the tongue is the most unruly member. Um, Solomon says um, uh, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Um, the prophet says, you know, with stammering lips, 
another tongue, I'll speak to my people. I believe is absolutely I believe is absolutely necessary. I believe it's vitally important for the saints of God to be filled and continuously to be filled with uh, the Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit. Because some people, you know, don't speak King James Version English or whatever. I, I believe, and I think there's a lot of uh, uh, inaccuracies about it. I think a lot of people are seeking God for tongues and mm-hmm. not for not to be filled with mm-hmm. himself. In yeah. I I asked I asked the question, uh, Apostle Maureen, you you spoke at our church in 2010, mm-hmm. and I asked that church back then in a class. I said I said where is Jesus, and they said here, and I said no he isn't, and I hope I don't disturb anybody by saying this. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I said no he isn't. I said no he isn't. They said yes he is. I said no he isn't. I took them to the book of Acts, where they read, amen, that Jesus ascended. I took them to John 14, John 16. He says, if I don't go away, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit cannot come. And so there is an, there is an inaccuracy, a, a misunderstanding about who, how, how the Godhead is operating uh, in the church today. He's, op- he's operating, yes, through the Father, through the Son, but it's the Holy Spirit, it's the Holy Ghost, it's the Comforter that's in the church today. Mm-hmm. And um, and our ministries, our lives, uh, the abundant life, the, the, miracle, the miracles, um, my God. Amen. The men of Apostle Marine that you, you're going to lay hands on, and they're going to be resurrected from the dead. Mm-hmm. Going to be by the Spirit of the Lord, Amen. Speaking to you, telling you what to do. And that's right. I, and I'm just sending that to you. <laughs> Glory to God, my God. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, we 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 even have a mindset. We, have a, we even have a mindset in our teaching. Jesus is here. We understand what they're saying, but Jesus, Amen, ascended. Mm-hmm. We're waiting for him to come. Right. How can he be here? How can he be here? And, come back? and we're waiting for him to come back. So we, so we, so we, so there's been a, 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 a maybe I heard it on your uh, teaching. Uh, there's not a lot of teaching about the work of the Holy Spirit, the work of the Holy Ghost in mm-hmm. the church. Amen. Amen. And people are people are seeking after tongues when they need to be seeking after truth. Mm-hmm. Of scripture, even the tongues is a manifestation. Uh, you can't see a spirit. Uh, so how do you know the spirit comes? He speaks. How do you know the baby is alive? He cries. He cries. <laughs> That's kind of it, I think. Amen. 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 We are had an awesome night. I again I thank you, Apostle Griffin. You again, this has been an awesome word, an awesome teaching. And I have been truly blessed. I can truly say I have been not educated but educated in my best life. <laughs> and and 
I mean, because, I mean, the Holy Spirit has been the one thing that I've always wanted to know why, because I always tell people because of the background I came from, oh, I can tell you everything else, but when when it gets to the Holy Spirit, that was just something you should automatically know or you never really just got like a full teaching on just the Holy Spirit itself. So, again, uh, I agree 100,000%, and I thank you tonight on your uh, – Thank you for answering the questions on leadership and about Minister, the... Uh... Minister LaShawn, I would like to say one thing before we close. Okay. Uh, I will say this in reference to the Holy Spirit. A lot of people, well, I can't say a lot of people, but I've heard people say that, you know, have you have you, kept, have you caught the Holy Spirit? Or it, have you caught it? Have you caught it? it? Have you caught it? Yeah. It. And the Holy Spirit is not an it. A person. It's a person. It's, it's the spirit of Jesus Christ. He 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 speaks according to Jesus Christ and what he says. He said he will he will um, he will keep us in remembrance of all things. All things of what what Jesus said, or the spirit of Jesus and what he's saying to us now. So, I, how you said it? Like you said in reference to the dispensation, the dispensation that we are under now, under grace through. Uh, the governing of of Holy Spirit, praise God. But He speaks according to what He hears Jesus say to Him, praise God. So that's that's I think that's what people uh, that we hear people say um, that you know Jesus is here. You know it's, it, He is here. It's His presence. It's it's what Holy Spirit is bringing from what Jesus is speaking to Him. Because He said He wouldn't speak on His own accord, right? He said right. He speaks according to what Jesus would, would tell Him. So I just want Praise to like say that he he is, he is uh, spirit. He is the spirit or essence of Jesus' presence. Praise God. Amen. 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 Um, I, I like I said again. We I uh, thank you so much. Uh, I thank you for everyone participating in this month uh, of teachings and wrapping up with the leadership in Christ. Uh, before I turn over the pastor Marine for prayer. Uh, I want to ask Ari any more questions. <laughs> uh, amen. I it's not particularly a question, but um, you know, uh, the Bible does say that we we need to be continuously learning uh, and continuously uh, growing in faith. Um, we need to grow from faith to faith and from strength to strength. Uh, one of the things that um, is clear when um, just based on the, the the weeks of teaching that that we've had, and also based on this discussion tonight, is the fact that we um, there are still components of our faith that we don't understand, mm-hmm. um, and it is not because the Bible, which is our manual for life, does not explain what um, needs to happen or what the process that we need to go through is, it's the fact that um, our, some of our leaders themselves are not learned and mm-hmm. don't understand the level to which their people need to be fed. And if, if we're going by that definition of, um, you know, what, what the, uh, the apostle said tonight, um, that uh, the apostleship is, it represents the thumb, where it can touch the other uh the other 
fingers, the four fingers, uh, in 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 um, the prophet, the evangelist, the, the pastor, and the teacher. The gap that we're experiencing uh, in the body of Christ, not as uh, apostolics or Pentecostals or um, Kojic or anything like that, but the gap that we're experiencing is in the fact that there is not a uh, the fullness of teaching and understanding what our faith, you know, all the components of our faith, um, because there's absolutely no way that we can say that we are born again and, and we are filled with the, the uh, Holy Ghost or the, the filled with the Spirit of God, and we don't even understand the work of the Holy Spirit, or we right. don't understand the work of um you know, uh, bringing us into the fullness of understanding the Godhead. Like, people are still struggling with understanding the Godhead, understanding the Trinity. People are still struggling with understanding, um, you know, what it really means to be a bishop or what it really means to be a a teacher. Uh, It is the responsibility of those occupying the the fivefold offices to teach those things. And if you do not take the time to learn those things so that you can teach, that's why last week when we were talking about the um, the office of the teacher, the first thing that we outlined is that the teacher must be taught first. Mm-hmm. That's right. You mm-hmm. must be a student first because if you're not a student first, you are you are actually actually repli- replicating ignorance, and you're actually. Um, corrupting the spirit of those who are hearing you because you're not teaching truth because you didn't That's receive right. truth yourself, right? So, I mean, I think uh, the Lord is never wrong because he understands that in his word, he says that people, his people perish because of lack of knowledge. Well, God is rectifying that right now through the apostle, Pastor Maureen, and through this connection with, with our apostle tonight, who's uh, Apostle Griffin, I believe, well, yes. Griffin, um, that he's rectifying and redeeming the time, actually, because it's it's taken thousands of years for us to get to this point to understand um, really our position in Christ and, and, and our position as Christ's representative on earth. Christ and God is not ignorant. It, right. when, you, when you're thinking about ultimate intelligence, you're, you're thinking about divine intelligence. And divine intelligence that is in relationship with us, we cannot be in darkness. We cannot be ignorant. And, you know, I have to bless God right now for the, uh, for the uh, uh, Kairos time that we're in because now God is redeeming the time and causing us to come into understanding and knowledge that we lacked for many, many years. Mm-hmm. Praise God. And it is now the opportune time that the church comes into full edification uh, and the fullness of the measure. That is what it says in Ephesians 4, that we're coming to the full measure of who Christ is. And that's where we'll, we'll get full deliverance. Praise God. Amen. 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 Again, I want to thank everybody for participating tonight. I mean, this has been awesome, awesome night. Um, like I said, I've been blessed with this whole study 
So, again, Evangelist Candace, I want to say thank you, Apostle Griffin. Thank you, Pastor Marine. Thank you, as always. Thank you for blessing us with not only, like I said, this was not only a deliverance word tonight, but it was also a teaching and a correcting word as well. So, we've been blessed tonight. Can I get an amen? Have we not been blessed tonight amen. or what? Amen. Amen, amen. I've been looking on the WhatsApp groups. We have had so many people saying, glory to God, thank you for the teaching. You know, we've all, you know, honestly, we have all been blessed. This was an on, a truly an on-time word. Uh, through these discussions, I hope this is where our word begins. Once you hear the word, once you get the teaching, once it's kind of like, you know, you've, you've been in the presence of thereof, now here where the hard work begins. That means you take back these tidbits. If you want to know much, search the scriptures about the Holy Spirit. Search the scriptures about the t- You can search the scriptures, books, everything. Ask questions later on because that's what we have to do as the body of Christ. Once we learn, evangelizing is not only about getting the word and saying, hey, you need to believe in Jesus. Jesus died for your sins. But it's also about teaching and rightly dividing the word because sometimes we're the only Jesus, we're the only Bible, we're the only thing, only representative of the body of Christ that people see. And and let's be honest, there's a lot of people who have been hurt, mistreated, abused, used the church for blame. We can go all night on the negative effects, but as we go forth, let this be one thing that we can take out and be a positive to the body of Christ. Amen? Amen. 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 This has been an awesome teaching. Pastor Marine, are you wanting to pray? Because I'm turning it over to you. Okay. All right. I, I I totally understand. I can um I can I can uh I can finish up from here. Um, Apostle, I just wanna I just wanna say thank you personally for um you don't have to do that. You didn't have to do this tonight, um, but. Because of your humility and your love for Simple Words Ministry and me, <laughs> glory to God, <laughs> you you um you took the time out to be here with us, and I'm I'm so grateful. I'm very 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 grateful um, for um, the knowledge that you have imparted to, um, to Simple Words Ministry tonight. And I am going to publicly state this, please, um, any time that uh, we're, you know, we do Monday Night Live and Interactive every Monday night at 9 p.m. And any time that you have something that you want us to, um, you know, to know, please um, send me a note and we will schedule you coming in and, um, you know, and, and teaching us. Um my 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 personal belief is that no matter how many letters I have behind my name, no matter how many diplomas or certificates or degrees um, I have on the wall, I I you know I will never stop learning. I will never arrive. I want to keep learning every day. I want to learn more because there's so much. There's so much to know, so I want to keep learning. And because I want to keep learning, I want to keep teaching um, to Simple Ministry. So, you know, whenever, um, just let me know, and we schedule you in to come and impart knowledge into this ministry. Amen? Amen. Amen. 
Amen. Thank you, Apostle. God bless you, sir. God bless you. God bless you. Um, at this time, we are going to close in prayer. Are there any prayer requests? Everybody on mute or everybody sleeping? Everybody's oh. on mute, Pastor. <laughs> okay. Um, did you keep Prophet uh, Prophet Bob and Prophet Gina? Yes, yes, about? I have. Um, yeah, Prophet Gina didn't take her medicine. She's back in the back in the hospital. Um, I'm gonna pray for her and pray that um, she will exercise wisdom um, until um, she is completely and totally healed. In Jesus' name. Glory to God. Lift up in prayer, and thank you so much, Pastor Marie. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Anyone else? Okay. Um, just want to remind folks that we're back here on Wednesday morning at seven fourteen a.m. Um, with uh, standing in the gap intercessory prayer meeting. Uh, please don't um, don't. I have no. Why why do I not have internet? My internet is um keeps dropping. Um, come on back Wednesday morning, 7.14 a.m. for Standing in the Gap Intercessory Prayer Meeting. Um, glory to God. Friday night at midnight, um, uh, Dr. Raymond Finlater will be bringing forth the word um, at 12 midnight, Friday night. Um, we're back Sunday night at um, 9 p.m. and uh, Evangelist Candice will be um, will be speaking on on um, Sunday night. Glory to God! I believe somebody is moderating. I'm pretty sure that we have moderators, except for Wednesday mornings. Saints of God, I need moder I need two moderators or one moderator that will do um, the 29th and the 6th of the 29th of November and the 6th of December. I'm traveling. I'm traveling. Uh, I'm actually leaving that morning. So, at, you know, I'll be at, probably be at the airport at 5 a.m. in the morning. And um, I'm not coming back until the 6th. So I need a, a moderator or two moderators for November 29th and December 6th. Thank you so much in advance for your cooperation in ensuring that the, the services are not Cancelled. We do not cancel services here at Simple Ministry. Let us not start now because nobody's volunteering. Amen. Lord God, um, we thank God. We thank God. We should get a pastor to um to preach in our um in our revival this year. Amen. Glory to God. I'm going I'm going to write you about that one apostle. God bless you. Let us pray. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you, we praise you, and we glorify your holy name. Lord God, we just want to thank you for this opportunity that you've given to us to hear from you, O oh God. We thank you um, even now for searching um, searching me. God, I place myself before you first. Search me, O oh God, and know my heart. Try me, O oh God. God, see if there be any wicked ways in me. If there's anything about my life that is not pleasing to you, I'm asking for your forgiveness. I'm asking you, O oh God, to wash me in your son's precious blood. In the mighty name of Yahushua Hamashiach, mighty God of Daniel tonight, hallelujah. I ask, I thank you, O oh God. I thank you that you favor Simple Words Ministry. 
I thank you, O oh God, that you hand select the best of the best, O oh God, to come to this ministry, O oh God, to teach us, O oh God, to lead us in your truth, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord God, I ask that you will um, continue to download your knowledge, O oh God, um, into this ministry, O oh God. I ask, O oh God, that you'll continue to give us a heart, O oh God, that will seek after your truth, seek after your words in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And Father, tonight I lift up before you, O oh God, um, Minister Lashana Burton, O oh God. I thank you, Lord God, for your favor upon her life. I thank you, O oh God Almighty, hallelujah, that uh, you continue to use her in this ministry, O oh God, tremendously, O oh God. I ask, O oh God, that you will supply her every need. I ask, O oh God, that you will hear and answer, O oh God, hallelujah, the desires, O oh God, of, the, of, of her heart, O oh God. I thank you, Lord God, uh, for surprising her, O oh God. I thank you, Lord God, for what you are about to do in her life, O oh God. And I thank you that even though there, there have been interruptions, oh God. Um, I thank you, Lord God, that interruptions do, uh, do not um, stop, oh God, the flow of your blessings, oh God Almighty. Whatever you've promised, oh God, must come to pass. And so I thank you, Lord God, that uh, it has come to pass in Minister Lashana's life in the name of Jesus. We thank you once more, oh God, for um, Apostle Martin Griffin, oh God. I thank you for sending him tonight. Lord God, even now I pray for him. I pray for his marriage, oh God. God, I pray for the ministry, O oh God, that you have um, placed in his hands, O oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I thank you, Lord God, for your divine favor upon his life, O oh God. I thank you, Lord God, that you are moving, O oh God, even in the difficult areas, O oh God, that uh, he does not have the answer to God. I thank you that you have the answers in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God Almighty, that you're working it out, O oh God, for his good in the name of Jesus. I thank you, mighty God of Daniel. Um, even now for a financial breakthrough, a financial blessing for your servant. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I thank you, Lord God, um, for our first uh, um Corinthians uh, 2 verse 9 that eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man that which, oh God, you have in store for Apostle Martin Griffin. I thank you, God, that you're taking him from glory to glory. I thank you, oh God Almighty. Hallelujah. Uh, that um, the, the, the issues, oh God, the issues of life, oh God, came, oh God, hallelujah, to let the devil know that you are God. And I thank you, Lord God Almighty, for making yourself so evident in his life, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, I lift up Prophet Bob Propri, oh God, and Prophetess Gina before you. Lord God Almighty, I'm asking that you will um, give them both wisdom, oh God. Um, let, Lord God, let them, uh, even now, God, I thank you that you your healing virtue is flowing through Prophetess Gina from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, O oh God. Mighty God of Daniel, um, I thank you, God, that there shall be no more seizures, O oh God, because, God, you are the God of creative miracles, O oh God. God, you can do it. I, I, I know you can. You've done it before, O oh God, and I know that you will do it again. And so even now, I bind up the spirit of infirmity from Prophetess Gina's life in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. 
Lord God Almighty, I command every evil plantation in her life to come out with all their roots in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Mighty God of Daniel, I ask, O oh God, that the blood of Yahushua Hamashiach, O oh God, will cause, O oh God, seizures to disappear, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let your healing hands, O oh God, be stretched out upon the prophetess Gina right now, from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, O oh God. Lord God Almighty, let the Holy Ghost fire destroy every stubborn agent of uh, sickness and disease in her body, in the mighty name of Yahushua HaMashiach. Mighty God of Daniel, hallelujah. Let your Holy Ghost fire boil every infirmity out of her system, O oh God, in the mighty name of Yahushua HaMashiach. I thank you, God Almighty, hallelujah, for touching, O oh God, hallelujah, O oh God, every cell in her body, O oh God, every tissue, every organ, O oh God. I thank you, Lord God, that your Holy Spirit, O oh God, is penetrating her very being, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. O oh God Almighty, break the backbone and destroy the root of every spirit speaking against Prophetess Gina in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord God Almighty, I ask, O oh God, that you'll release her body from every curse of infirmity in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord God, I thank you, O God, that the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth flushes out every evil deposit out of her body, O God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, whatever has caused, O God, these seizures, whatever caused, O God, the mask on her brain, O God, whatever caused it, O God, I'm asking you, O God, to return to sender in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord God, tonight I pray, O God, for Prophetess Pasha, O God. Mighty God of Daniel, I pray, O oh God, that the spirit of infirmity will break off her life, O oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I pray, O oh God Almighty, that you'll provide for her every need, O oh God. I thank you, Lord God Almighty, that you've kept her this far, O oh God Almighty. And Father, because you've kept her this far, hallelujah, I know, God, that you have a testimony, O oh God, waiting for her in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord God Almighty, for each and every person that you've allowed to be on the line tonight, O oh God, those who need to hear from you, those who need a touch from you, oh God. I thank you, Lord God, that your purpose has been fulfilled tonight in the name of Jesus. Lord God, bless our spouses, oh God. Bless our children, oh God. Bless our ministries, oh God. Everything that pertains to us, oh God. I thank you, Lord God, that your hand, oh God, rests upon us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I pray and I call it done. I seal and I sign, oh God, my prayers and declarations under the blood of Yahushua and I say amen, 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 oh God, because I know it is so in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Um, until we meet again, um, I, uh, glory to God. Until we meet again, uh, may the good Lord bless and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you. May he be gracious unto you. May he lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you peace. I decree and I declare that no weapons formed against you shall prosper, and any tongue that dares to rise up against you is already condemned. I decree and I declare that you are the head and not the tail. You are the lenders and not the borrowers. You're blessed in your coming. You're blessed in your going. And every day of your lives. You experience the uncommon favor of God. Have a blessed, 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 blessed night, everyone. Pray for me as I go back into prayer at midnight again. Glory to God. Thank you so much for listening. Love you all. Good night, everyone. Love you all. Good night, everyone. Love you all.
Goodbye.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.